Christian message is uh, this whole idea of forgiveness. And um, I wanna share around this whole idea today. You know, when Jesus went to the cross, there's this moment when he's on the cross and his accusers and those who are crucifying him, he's on the cross, right? And some of the most powerful words ever spoken get spoken in that moment. There's people mocking him and ridiculing him for being on the cross. They're gambling for his clothes. They're like trying to get his clothes, they're gambling for it. And he says these words from the cross. He says, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. I'm like, wow. Forgiveness. See, the message from the cross and the message of the cross is forgiveness. See, this is the heart of it, man. Jesus came to die on a cross that you and I could be forgiven of all of our sin. Forgiveness is like central to the, it's this Easter and it's central to the Christian message. And I wanna, what I wanna do is explore this whole idea of forgiveness this morning. Because I kind of feel like for some here today, this could be the most powerful moment of your whole journey. This message, this time, could be the moment where everything starts to shift and change for you. Because I wanna really explore the power of forgiveness. Not just receiving forgiveness, but also affording forgiveness. Because I think for some of you, you've been stuck and you've been going around the same tree for a long time. And some of you have been in church for a long time, but you're not really growing. And something's not right. Something's kind of stopping you. And, and I really, I'd love to explore today the power of forgiveness and, and just help us to understand what God, God's heart for it in us and also through us. This whole idea of giving and receiving forgiveness is found right throughout Jesus' ministry. And uh, Jesus is coming into Jerusalem. This, I don't know if you know this, but on the Christian calendar, today is Palm Sunday. So Palm Sunday is remembered as a day when Jesus came into Jerusalem riding on a colt. And um, he was riding on this colt and people were laying palm fronds on the ground and their clothes on the ground and they were praising him going, hallelujah, you know, hosanna in the highest, which means salvation has come from heaven. And they were singing praise like there was this king entering Jerusalem. It's called the triumphal entry if you read it in your Bible. And he comes into Jerusalem. And between that point and then Easter, where he goes to the cross, Jesus teaches on a whole bunch of stuff. And one of the things that he teaches, he chooses to teach on in that, that short window of time between coming in as this triumphal king and then going to the cross as the savior of the world, he says these words in Mark chapter 11, verse number 25. He says, and when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them so that your Father in heaven may forgive you your sins. I'm like, wow. In other words, when you, come, when you go to pray, like when you get up in the morning, you go to pray, or when you come to church and you come to pray with us and worship God and you sing and you do all the things and we do in church and when you come to commune with God and when you go to build your relationship with God and have time with Him, He's like, if in that moment you've got bitterness or resentment or unforgiveness because someone hurt you or someone wounded you or someone did something that upset you or there's, there's like a, that resentment in your heart and that unforgiveness there, He's like, in that moment, here's what you've gotta do. You've gotta forgive that person. Because then God is able to forgive you. I don't think you quite understand this. Let me break it down to a whole other level. It's, if you want, here's the thing, here's what, here's what this passage is saying. You'll never find freedom for your yesterday 
You'll never find freedom from your past and your sin and your junk unless you can find the willingness to forgive other people who hurt you. Your ability to step forward into freedom and wholeness from your yesterday is found in your willingness to forgive other people. Wow. Let me break, let me, let me, let me give you the Easter message. Now, I don't wanna spoil the story because Easter's next weekend, but I wanna tell it to you anyway. Let, let, me, let me give you the Easter message, church. The Easter message is this, that God sent His only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, not made, not, not, not formed by God, but begotten of God. He is God, He's one with God. The Son of God came to this world. He lived a sinless, blameless, spotless life and He died a sinner's death on a cross. He was crucified and He took upon Himself the debt you and I owed for the sin that, that's in our lives. He took it upon Himself to reconcile us, to give us forgiveness and reconcile us to our Heavenly Father, to bring us abundance and freedom and life and to restore to us to the relationship with God the Father, and then we are empowered by the Holy Spirit to live an overcoming, fulfilled Christian life beyond anything this world has to offer us. He gives us this life in abundance and fullness, more than we could ever achieve on our own. He brings that to us. The Easter message, here's the thing, you'll, you'll never fully experience the wholeness and fullness of the life that God has for you unless you can forgive other people. Wow. I know it's kind of like silent in here right now but it's because these words are so confronting that you'll never fully step forward into the, the life that God really has for you. And you'll never experience freedom from your sin and your past. You'll never experience the joy and the abundance that God has for you unless you can learn to forgive the people that hurt you and wrong you as well. Forgiveness is this like crazy powerful thing. Let me break down forgiveness or unforgiveness a little bit for you. This is what unforgiveness will do in your life. Now, at a purely physiological level, here's what unforgiveness will do. Unforgiveness and bitterness in your life changes your heart rate, changes your blood pressure, changes your immune responses. In other words, it messes with your body. So something that is not physical messes with your physical and increases the risk of depression, heart disease, and diabetes. Unforgiveness and bitterness, that's what it does, physiologically. I, I read an, an article from Johns Hopkins University that the article was titled, this was the title of the article, Forgiveness, Your Health Depends On It. So at a purely physiological level, we need forgiveness and to practice forgiveness in our lives. But then at a whole nother level, here's what unforgiveness will do. Unforgiveness will steal your joy. Unforgiveness will cause you to be bitter. Unforgiveness will obstruct your intimacy with God. Because if you've got sin in your life that God wants to forgive, but you haven't forgiven someone else, so He can't forgive you of your sin, it's this obstacle between you and your walk with God, and you're sitting there dry and going, man, I'm just trying to pray, but nothing's happening. I'm trying to connect with God, but nothing's happening. Perhaps, maybe, you've got something against someone that you need to deal with so God can forgive you your stuff. It obstructs your intimacy with God, robs you of your peace. It's poison for your very soul. It, it, the problem with unforgiveness uh, and resentment, as Nelson Mandela so beautifully put it, he said it's like drinking poison and expecting the other person to get sick. Friends, as we journey towards Easter and as we look to 
the cross and we look to this, what God wants to take us from, this dead life to life, from death to life, from Jesus, from death to life, and He wants to do the same in us, I wanna encourage us as a people and as a church, let's be a church that understands and practices the power of forgiveness. Let's not let this kind of stuff hinder us from going forward into all that God's got for us. Let's be a people, let's be individuals that practice forgiveness. And I don't know what's going on in your life, and I don't know who's hurt you, but I know someone has. Because if you're around people enough, you're gonna get offended. If you're around me enough, you're gonna get offended. Something's gonna happen, someone's gonna upset you, someone's gonna do something wrong. You're gonna get upset, you're gonna get offended, you're gonna get hurt, and you're gonna need to live this life of forgiveness. But the challenge is how do we do that? Because it's really hard. How do we do that? I've got a few thoughts with you this, for you this morning, and I'll share those with you, and I pray this will help you some way. First thing is this, how do we forgive? Number one, learn to release the debt. Learn to release the debt. Uh, I have a, a, a terrible memory for certain things. I, uh, I have a great memory for other things. I can remember things that have no purpose in my life. Totally random stuff. I can remember random information. I'm great on a, 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 like a trivia quiz team. I'm awesome in that place. The rest of things, I'm no good. Like, I can't remember stuff. I can watch a movie and remember pretty much every line from that movie and can quote that movie from the minute I leave the movie theater. Well, what use is that to anybody? I can't remember my dad's birthday. I can't remember daily stuff. I can't remember conversations I have. I remember random things, but I can't remember that stuff. It's a, it's a running joke with our staff here that um, like when they take leave, like on the day they've taken leave, like a Sunday they take leave, I'll be on the front row texting them going, bro, where are you? What's going on? Like, are you okay? Why aren't you in church? And they're like, text me back going, I'm on holiday. You approved this leave. I put the form in, you signed it. We talked about it on Friday. I said, I won't be there on Sunday. I'll see you on Tuesday. And I'm like, I have no recollection of any of that at all. Like that just did not happen. Terrible memory. My, I have an identical twin brother. I know God saw fit to bless the world with two of us. <laughs> One of these, no, no, the world needs two. And uh, he's like the opposite of me. He remembers everything. He's, he's like crazy on that stuff. And so he remembers all the details of all kind of stuff. And, and, uh, and he remembers stuff like when I owed, when I loaned, he loaned me money when I was like eight. He remembers that. So he lives overseas. And so we're like on FaceTime, like talking to each other. They got a little baby. Like, hey, hey, how's baby doing? Oh, yeah, it's good. How's Gabby? Oh, they're doing great. How are the kids? Oh, that's amazing. Hey, remember that time I loaned you $1.80 at the dairy when we were eight? I'm gonna need that back. Like, I'm just like, man, come on. Surely you can release the debt and you can get on with your life and you'll be okay without me paying you that back, man. Come on. Surely you'll be okay with that. See, the heart of forgiveness is about releasing a debt that is owed to you. Forgiveness says this, hey, that debt that you owe me for the hurt you caused in my life, you don't owe me that debt anymore. E even if that debt that you owe me is, I, I, I'm owed a sorry. I'm owed a, I was wrong. I'm owed a, uh, what I did, someone, that person that hurt me coming to me and saying, what I did to you is wrong. I should never have done that. I should never have said that. I was wrong. I should, can you please forgive me? I'm owed that because I'm hurt and I'm offended. And I'm wounded. And that's what, I'm due that debt. But forgiveness says that debt, that sorry, you don't owe me that anymore. I'm gonna be okay without having that. 
I'm gonna be okay. Listen, if the sorry never comes to you, friend, will you be okay? Can, can you go on whole in your life? Can you live free? Can you live abundant? Can you live joyful? Can you live this life that God's calling into without having the sorry? Will you be okay? Because you can be okay. You don't need it. You can forgive the debt and you can be fine. You can be, but you're like, but isn't that letting them off the hook? No, it's letting you off the hook because they never knew they were on the hook. They didn't even know there was a hook. They're oblivious to the hook. But you holding that against them, you're like, hold this until I get it. No, 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 you can be okay without it. They don't even know that they owe it to you. And you're gonna be sitting there bitter and twisted all your life thinking, I'll be okay when I get that. No, no, you can be okay right now. You're gonna be okay right now. You, you just gotta learn to forgive the dead. You can be okay, you can move forward with your life without ever hearing I'm sorry or I was wrong or I shouldn't have done that or you were right. You, you can be just fine, you just gotta forgive the dead. Hey, that, that, that sorry, you don't owe me the sorry anymore. I'll be just fine. I can move on with my life. I can get on with what God has for me. I don't need that to be okay. I'm okay because God loves me and God has called me and God has chosen me and God's got more for me and my past is not gonna define my future. I'm gonna be just fine. I'm gonna be okay. See, friends, this is exactly what Jesus did for you on the cross. Remember that debt you owed for your sin? Remember that debt you owed for all the stuff you've done? Remember that debt I owed for all the wrong stuff and dumb stuff and sin that I had in my own life and still have in my own life? Remember all that that I owed for my sin? Remember that debt that I owed? And then Jesus went to the cross and he died for me and he says, hey, Steve, remember that debt you owed? Yeah, you don't owe me that anymore. It's paid in full. It's taken care of. I forgive the debt. That sin, that debt you owed for your sin, I forgive the debt. It's exactly what Jesus did for you and me, friends. He forgave the debt. Friends, forgive the debt, release the debt. You can be okay without getting the I'm sorry. You just gotta release the debt. Is that okay? You guys with me this morning? Hashtag truth this morning. <laughs> Number two, forgive daily. How do we forgive, man? Forgive daily. Not so long ago, I had a, um, a person in my life kind of offend me and hurt me and like wrong me. And so I was really upset about that because uh, I'm still human. And, uh, and I wasn't, I wasn't happy, so I had this like unforgiveness and bitterness in my heart of it. I was like, gangster, I was like, I hate that person. And, uh, and, and so I kind of had to deal, deal with that before God and be like, okay, I need to, like I need to practice what I preach here and you know, I need to forgive this person. So kind of went through this process and forgave them. I was like, okay, that's cool, release them of that debt. It's all good, like I forgive them, dealt with, awesome. The very next morning, I opened up my Instagram and there they were, smiling happy, living their hashtag best life, <laughs> hashtag blessed, hashtag knowing their truth. They were all up in there. And you know what I realized? I had to forgive them again. <laughs> as soon as I saw their smiling, happy face, bitterness, resentment, that it came right on back. And I realized, man, forgiveness is not a one-time event. Forgiveness is a daily journey. Like you forgive once, but you practice forgiveness every day. You might forgive them one time, but you gotta forgive them again. You gotta practice that forgiveness all the time. That's why Jesus says like this. He says, pray for your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. Pray for those who hurt you and slander you. Pray for those people. And you're like, I don't wanna do that. 
He's like, pray for those people. Here's what happens. When, when someone hurts you, you gotta try and forgive them. When you begin to pray for them, it never really changes them, but it always changes you. Like praying for someone who hurt you, it doesn't change them, but it always changes you. It begins to do a work on the inside of your own heart. You gotta, you gotta learn to forgive every day. Your husband's gonna do dumb stuff, ladies, he's gonna do it, and then you're gonna forgive him, and then you're gonna roll over in bed, and there's his face right there. You're like, okay, I'll forgive this guy one more time. It's a daily journey, man. You gotta, you gotta pray. It, it doesn't just happen one off. Very rarely does someone go, I forgive you, and then I'm, I'm good for the rest of my life. It's like, I've gotta, forg- I've gotta learn to forgive all the time. I'm gonna walk on this journey. Jesus said it like this in Matthew chapter 18. He said, Peter comes to him and says, Lord, how often should I forgive someone who, who sins against me? He's like, seven times? Like, I'm being pretty generous. Seven times seems like a good number. It's the perfect number. Why not seven? And Jesus says, no, no, not seven. 70 times seven. What's interesting about this is this is not the very first time in Scripture that the words 70 times seven have been uttered. Jesus wasn't the first to say them. In fact, the very first time, there's this thing in Bible like study and when you, when you like explore the Bible, there's, a, there's this thing called the law of first mention. And when something's mentioned the very first time in Scripture, it, it helps shed light on the mention of that thing every other time. So the, the very first time this whole idea of 70 times 7 is mentioned is way back in Genesis, way back in the book of Genesis. And there's this guy called Lamech. And Lamech is out of control. And he goes, if Cain is avenged seven times, Lamech will be avenged 70 times seven. So in other words, if you hurt me, If you wrong me, if you cross me, I will avenge myself out of control big. Like I'm gonna go 70 times seven. I'm gonna be reckless with it. I'm gonna be crazy with it. You will rue the day that you cross Lamech. And Jesus is like, hey, when it comes to forgiveness, have the same recklessness. Have that same kind of ruthlessness. Have that same kind of abandon with it. And go, not, not just seven times, man, you gotta forgive 70 times seven. How many, how many of you know that often if someone sins against you once, you've gotta forgive them 70 times seven? Because it's like, I gotta keep forgiving you every single day. It's not just if you sin against me 70 times seven times, like that's, that's out of control. Like, but often it's just maybe one time someone hurts you, you gotta forgive them over and over and over and over and over and over again. This is, listen, this is a journey for you, friends. You, you, very rarely do you just go, I'm, I'm all good, I'm, I've forgiven and I've moved on. You, you have to go on a journey with forgiveness and learn to practice it every day. And you're gonna need help. That you're gonna need people around you that help you on this journey. Like we have to be committed to more than just a mediocre life and faith where like we're just okay and we're just here, but God's got this much for us, but because of our unforgiveness in our past, we, we get stuck where we are. We have to be like champion one another and go, no, 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 there's better for you. Your past doesn't have to define your future. God's got more for you. Like we have to walk this journey together with each other and encourage each other. And man, that's why for us, our small groups are so critical and so important. And Sunday church is great, but it's not the full expression of your faith. It's not the full expression of what we have here at Elam. Like we would love for every single person to find a small group, do a journey with some people. Our small group's purpose is to help you get beyond your yesterday. 
That's their purpose. Like, like get beyond the stuff of you yesterday and go forward into what God's got for you. And when it comes to forgiveness, you're gonna need encouragers. You're gonna need support people. You're gonna need people that cheer you on and help you along the way to journey to forgiveness. And if you're not in a small group, listen, our heart is, we would love to help you get into one. We would love, if you wanna help people find that freedom on their journey, help them along the way, we'd love for you to be a small group leader. Go see the team. We've got sign-ups happening in the next few weeks. We'd love to help you be a part of that. And can I encourage you, don't, Stop until you find that place of freedom along that journey. Last thought is simply this. Maybe if the band can join me, that'd be great. Last thought is this. When it comes to forgiveness, remember the cross. Remember the cross. I know it can be really hard to forgive people that hurt you. And if you're around people long enough, you're gonna get hurt. You're gonna get offended. You're gonna get stuffed on or said or something's gonna happen. And it is really difficult to forgive people. But every time that you find it difficult to forgive, remember the cross. Because when you remember the cross, you remember just how very much you have been forgiven. Just how much of a price God paid for you. And when you look to the cross, you remember the cross, you realize, man, I've been forgiven so much. God's been so good to me. How could I not? How could I not? If God has forgiven me so much, how could I not forgive someone else who's hurt me? How could I not model my maker and go after and do the same thing that he does? I love old hymns. I, I'm a bit odd like that. I love all our modern music, absolutely, 100%. But I love the old hymns because there's just something about the connection of history that I just love. And there's, a, there's an old hymn called The Old Rugged Cross. And I wanted to read a few verses from that to you. As we remember what the cross really means to us and what Jesus really did for us. On a hill far away stood an old rugged cross, the emblem of suffering and shame. And I love that old cross where the dearest and best for a world of lost sinners was slain. Oh, that old rugged cross so despised by the world has a wondrous attraction for me. For the dear Lamb of God left His glory above to bear it to dark Calvary. In the old rugged cross, stained with blood so divine, a wondrous beauty I see. For twas on that old cross Jesus suffered and died to pardon and sanctify me. You were bought with a very high price, friends. Jesus gave His life to pardon and sanctify you. And when you struggle to forgive somebody, remember that cross, what He's done for you and for me. And may you afford the same to others in your world that hurt you so that you can go forward with freedom into the life God has for you. I don't know your story. I don't know, I don't know what's happened in your world. I do know in a room full of this many people, there's a whole lot of difficult, tough stories. I do know that if you're on this planet for any length of time, someone's gonna hurt you, offend you. I don't know what your story is. I don't know if a friend has hurt you or betrayed you. I don't know if a church has hurt you. I don't know if leadership has hurt you. I don't know if your, your family, mother, father, sister, brother, someone. I don't know who's hurt you, but I, I put money on that. that there's some in this room that you're, you've got that wound. You've got that, that bitterness, that unforgiveness in your heart. And I also say that if that is you, then there's a high likelihood that you've been stuck. 
in your life and in your walk with God for a long time. And here's what I wanna say, until you can deal with that, you'll always be stuck in your yesterday. Until you can forgive and allow God's forgiveness to fill you as well, you'll always be stuck in that yesterday. Can I challenge you, don't settle for just okay. Don't settle for just, I got saved. Because listen, you're, you might be stuck in unforgiveness, but you still saved. that's cool. Jesus died for you, that's great. But I wanna tell you, there's more to this life than just salvation. There's more to, more to this following Jesus thing than just a ticket to heaven. It's abundant, full, free, empowered life. And don't settle for anything less than that. And whatever it is you gotta do, do it. Whatever it is you need, whoever it is you need to forgive. Listen, you don't have to go face to face if you don't want to, if you did this, but you could. You could write something down. You write, maybe something you gotta write a letter, you gotta pray, you gotta do something. I, we've got a prayer team that'll be here at the end of the service. And if, listen, if you just need someone to stand with you and pray with you and help you, then our guys would love to do that. We really would. But I wanna challenge you, church. Don't get stuck in unforgiveness. Don't let it be in your heart. God's got so much more for you in your life. And our heart as a church is let's be a church that offers the same recklessness of forgiveness that God offered to us. Amen. Let me pray for you, church. God, I thank you for every person here today. I thank you for their story, that you know them, that you love them. Lord, in spite of what we've done, Lord, you have grace for us. I thank you that every one of us, our sin is forgiven. Lord, your word says in 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, you are faithful and just to forgive us our sins, cleanse us from all unrighteousness. God, there is forgiveness for us. But God, I pray, help us to be people that don't just get stuck in that place where we hold bitterness and unforgiveness towards others in our world and restrict our ability to go forward into the life you have for us. But God, help us to have the courage, the wisdom and the grace to forgive those who hurt us too. God, if any in this room is struggling with that, man, Lord, I pray, Holy Spirit, help them. Help them, God. God, I pray that as we do that, Lord, we can step forward into this full, free and abundant life you have for us. God, let us be a church that doesn't just settle with being okay doesn't just settle with, be, with a mediocre, half-hearted kind of faith, but experiences everything you have for us. I wanna pray one more prayer this morning, and just while your eyes are closed and heads about, I wanna pray this prayer today. If you are here in this room and maybe you don't know Jesus, maybe you've never had your sins forgiven, maybe you're here in this place and you've never made a decision to trust Him with your life and to follow Him. Or maybe you have before, once, some, somewhere along your journey of life, but you'd be honest and say, today I'm not right with God, I need to get right with Him today. The truth is, friends, that God loves you, He loves you so much. God made you, He formed you, you're not a mistake, you're not an accident. God made you with purpose and destiny in mind, He's got a great plan for your life. We all mess up, we all sin, we all fall short of God's standard. But like I've said today, God in His grace sent His own Son, Jesus, to that cross. And when He died on that cross, He paid the debt that you and I owed for our sin. He paid it. 
in full. And He extends to you and I today, not judgment, not condemnation. He extends His grace, forgiveness for all your wrongs. A new life that begins right here, right now. The Bible calls it being born again by the Spirit of God. You get made into a brand new person, a new creation. It's a life that begins on the inside out. God does it and it's unbelievable. You get to go into the plans that God's got for you. You were made for purpose and God's got a plan for your life. And then you get this great promise of eternity in heaven with Him. And I'd love to extend that invitation. If you're here and you don't know Him and you want to, or maybe today you're far from God and you're in your months and you need to get your life right with God today. Can I invite you right now to pray a prayer with me? I'm gonna pray this prayer out loud. You don't have to pray it out loud. You just pray it in your heart. But say it with me and mean it with everything you've got. This is your prayer. Just say these words. Say, God, today I surrender my life to you. I know that I've messed up and I've sinned, but I do believe that Jesus, you died for me. So right now, I receive your grace. I turn from my old life and I turn to you. I ask you to come in and be the Lord of my life. I choose from this day to live for you. Would you come in and make me brand new today? In Jesus' name. Just with your eyes still closed and head bowed. If you prayed that prayer, can I just say, I'm so proud of you. I think this is the most amazing decision you'll ever make in your entire life. And God wants to do an incredible work in you. And I want you to take a little small step of faith with me today. If you did pray that prayer, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna come to three. And uh, when I get to three, if you prayed that prayer this morning, I want you to be really brave. I want you to lift your hand up nice and high. Now, I'm not doing that to call you out or embarrass you or stand you up or bring you forward, nothing like that. But what I will do is I'll acknowledge you that you've put your hand up, I'll see you. I'll acknowledge you, you can put your hand straight back down. I just want you to take one little step of faith today. Are you ready? On the count of three, if you prayed that prayer, one, two, three. Hands up nice and high, saying, Steve, that's me. Yes, my man, I see you there, brother. Yes, right down the back. Yes, here too, that's incredible. Anyone else saying, Steve? Yep, right over the side over there. I see you too, young lady. Incredible. Anyone else saying, yep, on the top, I think. Amazing. Anyone else saying, Steve, count me in. I see you, young man, amazing. God, we thank you so much for what you're doing here today. We thank you for your grace and your forgiveness. And God, I thank you for new life that has come to people right now. Lord, I bless each one who's responded in the name of Jesus. And if you agree, church, you can say amen and put your hands together. Let's congratulate every one of those people that just said yes to Jesus. Incredible. So good. Can we thank Steve for a great word this morning?